0: just
1: Jump straight across the world, love that. Good <laughs> evening, everyone who is listening far and wide, wherever you're listening to the world, wherever you're listening to the pod in the world, what's up? Hope you're doing well. And, um, yeah, i would say happy summer now because we're in June Basically, or happy yeah. spring or whatever it is. I mean, we just finished the Jubilee weekend, so our mind's all over. But, um, welcome to the podcast. You know, it's been an extended break, it's like we've gone on, uh, we've gone on, um, like this, the season's finished. We went on break and now we're we're back into it, yep. ready for pre-season. Yeah, man, it's been exciting times. Last we talked, I think we we were you know as Liverpool fans flirting or discussing about how possible <laughs> it was to do the quadruple. Obviously, yeah. we didn't, but we're the longest. Well, it's not even really exciting to shout about, but we're the longest team to like get close to that point. Anyway. Um, as the season finished, uh, we beat. We ended up beating uh, Wolves last game of the season, three one. Unfortunately, we lost the title by was it a, by a point in the end. So um, a point in the end, yeah. Yeah, which to be honest, couldn't complain about. At one moment, though, let me give give a little little description or little um, Leo. Little, oh, sorry, you can hear my mum in the background there. Give a little description um, about what occurred. So, our, our wildest dreams did occur. Aston Villa went 2-0 up Mm. um, against uh, Man City. I thought, wow, possibly, maybe. However, I can't lie to you, man, it probably should have been 3-0. Aston Villa left some chances. And, you know, with Man City, unless you're, I think you need a plus three goalie against them, even with that. But um, as soon as they got the one back, I was like, yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty much done. Um, We were struggling against Wolves. I can't lie to you. We gave it our all, and you can't fault anyone. Like you can't even fault the boys, really. There was no point where we were leading, but um, uh, when the game finished and it settled, I just thought to myself, "You know what? It's been amazing, but it it wasn't to be, and that's okay." Yeah, exactly. Okay, like for me, like what was your what was your feeling when the the final whistle? Like obviously, when and you know. How did you feel? Was it like, ah, oh, so close? Or was it more like, you know, resign, resign to fate?
0: Yeah, so similarly as you, I think I kind of just obviously, with the Aston Villa game, what was going on that side, mm-hmm. um, I actually wasn't watching the Aston Villa game at all. I kind of had it on the background, but I was watching our game. Um okay. And I was just like, okay, cool. So we we've, like, we like did our job a little bit. I think we were, lo- we were drawing at one point. Um, yeah. Aston Villa were doing quite well to be 2 no up. And I did kind of think um, for a second that we could do it. Like for a brief second before my phone updated itself, we were at top of the league for like two seconds uh, after, mm. after, after we scored. And I thought, I, thought, I think Salah likely, similar to me, I thought he had won the league for Liverpool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you can tell by the celebrations and stuff. And yeah. I, I, did, I hadn't seen the Aston Villa score yet. So in my mind, I thought it was still 2-0 up. I then blinked for one second. I blinked. Bro. I look at my phone. It's like 2-2. Two, two. I said, <laughs> yeah, how, yeah. How, how? How did this how? happen? Uh, and then I blink again, they're losing. I said, Yeah, <laughs> this is how what happened here? Where did it all uh, go? So um as I think same as you, I kinda of just figured it just wasn't meant to be, man. Like if 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 this man city team, I, I'd, I'd resign in my mind if this man city team beat us at this current state, with the way that we were playing, the way they're playing, if they win the league at this point, even if it's by one point, it's deserved because they've done they've done as good as we've done, basically. Like to get yeah. to a point where the where the league is being won the last day, and and it's by like literally a point both teams have, have, have fought out the whole way. So yeah, man, I, just, I just kind of, and at that point as well, in my mind, I thought to myself, okay, cool, maybe we're not doing the quadruple, we could still do the treble. Because mm. in, in my mind, at that point, we could still potentially have won the Champions League. I was like, yeah, cool. Champions League next week. We'll see, we'll, we go again in a week's time. Let's see how it goes. But
1: uh, we'll, talk, yeah. we'll talk about that a little bit later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, of course, man. I, I, like exactly what you said, man, we we gave our all the twists and turns of the season, credit for us being um, 12 12 points a rate, I think it was around January and -hmm. pulling it back. But you know what it is ultimately? Like I feel it's just like just two amazing teams going at it and and we blinked and I feel like in the race, we blinked against Spurs, you know? Yeah. But for me, sometimes we've been fantastic. I can't lie this season. And other times we just had to do what we had to do, and that, that's what we're doing coming towards the end. And uh, maybe it's for next season. We've got to we've got to be able to to take points off City. Obviously, we drew, but both those those draws. I think even in the one at home, we we're quite lucky to kind of like to draw, kind yeah. of get yeah. So for me, okay, league's done and dusted. It is what it is. Congrats to Salah and Son. Son second half of the season just like Mane just fantastic and yeah. give up the money as well. It's, it's pained me because obviously all the rumours are coming out about him like wanting to move and how in the background he said he doesn't want to be there anymore. And he's joking like with supporters, like um with journalists and stuff and saying, you know, I'll listen to uh, the Senegalese people and I'll, I'll leave. So yeah, it's been a bit painful in that regard. However, for me personally, I'm hoping it, like he signs a new deal, big time.
0: Kinda,
1: yeah, yeah. I kind of seeing it being he will do, but if he used to leave, now nah, we need a big replacement there. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's just one of these things where um, it's exciting. It's exciting that um that we're not sure, but it's not really exciting. It's like a nervous excitement. Yeah. It, it as soon as I like heard they were like oh yeah, he said he's gonna leave. But it broke my heart, man. I can't lie to you. Yeah, my has been one of my favorite players since, and people, then,
0: people are looking at like replacements already. I said, Whoa, 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 everybody
1: chill out! Like, he's not, yeah. he's not leaving yet. Like, not leaving yet, but the rumors is, you know, with the Bayern Munich thing, I yeah, think it's not looking good, breath. this will be the first test of seeing how I would say the new Liverpool, but it's kind of like, okay, so what is um what is the new era now? Because mm-hmm. obviously, Salah still hasn't signed a contract. And that's one. I don't know. We're starting to become a little bit. Mm, I don't want to say bad, but a bit similar to like how Arsenal are. Your your players are winding down. However, I would say in the case of Mane and Salah, it's a bit different. They're obviously for us,
0: especially because we've obviously uh, sorry to cut you off, but like for yeah. us especially because I think we've done an okay job in terms of recruitment. Um, yeah. If you look after the likes of Diaz, um, obviously this Carvalho kid that's just signed from from Fulham as well. Yeah, um, yeah. Well you're obviously looking to them as like key players for the future that so could be impactful if if for example Asala or Mane was to leave. Um mm-hmm. but I'm with you as well. I think obviously we've I think we could have maybe managed the situation a bit better in terms of contracts. Obviously, you never want to be in a situation what like PSG were in with with Mbappe this year,
1: where like yeah, you know, it was like
0: touch and go whether he would stay or go, but they you know gave him a king's ransom and he stayed. So yeah, um but yeah, no, sorry, continue. No, also man, wait, have we entered no. the pod yet? Huh? Have we entered the
1: pod yet? Oh guys, we we have <laughs> we did, but we didn't say what episode. Guys, if you're listening in, apologies. This is episode 39. Yes, indeed, yeah, yeah, episode 39, and um, I've even got the England game in the in the background, but we'll get into that a little bit later. But um, yeah, yeah, man, it was um yeah Premier League done, um and just even chatting about the Mane. Hopefully he stays. Mm. That's like my biggest like heart desire. And hopefully it does. But I think what I can see with Liverpool is, like, they're not going to be held to ransom. Unlike yeah. well, PSG. PSG were held to ransom, but they could pay. Like, Liverpool won't break the bank to cause that dis-unity within the squad. Mm. And rightly so. Like, I, I get it. And I get why Mane is upset. Because if you look at top earners, he's maybe in the top 10. But he's not, he's not high. I think it's 150, 160. Like his, yeah. I think yeah, he's, he's making less kind of...
0: he's making less than like uh Firmino, I believe. And Firmino obviously doesn't have the same role that he has. Yeah, hey, so.
1: hey, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So for me, I'll i I'll tie him to three years.
0: I thought I would, yeah. A Heart, in a heartbeat.
1: It's just the money because the form second second half of the season blinds me. He's been brilliant. He's been fantastic. Yeah,
0: yeah But yeah. I think
1: one one thing I would say is that like um if he was to leave, like um yeah, like I think it will go with everyone's blessing. The thing I think Liverpool support is this, like definite replacement. Like we can't, you can't let a player of that quality go, and not have someone you're touting. There's so many names. Nunes has been mentioned. Um Son even got mentioned.
0: Yeah, actually. I've heard Son.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and well, I'll be happy with that. But um, <laughs> yeah, just I think for me, what would be fantastic is to get them both signed up, even if it's two-year deal. You know what I'm saying, and then 32, they're still we try to get another deal like dealing it. I mean, yeah. it is what it is, but Liverpool they don't want to break that structure. We don't want to do that, and I I completely I completely get that, and I understand where they're coming from. Yeah, for sure. Uh, as, we, as we usually say on this pod, like time will tell. Time mm. will really tell to see what will occur. Salah obviously is committed um, for next season, but I don't think for me. I don't, I think that Klopp signing that contract will will be a little bit of a, not like a sweep now, but it would encourage them more to kind of stay. Yeah, Who, it uh, helps. Because it's like what Steven Gerrard said at the end of the Champions League final, which we'll get to next? It's like, why would you want to leave this team? Yeah. They're challenging. Even if he goes to Bayern Munich, look at the whole uh, Lewandowski situation. Mm-hmm. Lewandowski is very unhappy now. Very unhappy. He said some stuff about Bayern Munich. He said they're not like an honest team. They go back on their word they won't let me go so why would you then as a player like hey everyone's everyone's different by a minute they win their league pretty much every
0: year like,
1: every year <laughs> so there's no competition in that but um moving on even talking about champions league man it um what number one first question is where did you watch where did you watch the game
0: uh so i was driving through belgium so i stopped in belgium for Ooh. for the night so i watched it in belgium
1: Okay.
0: And the stream I watched it in was in French or whatever it was. It might have been French or German, whatever it was. But I didn't understand a word. I was just watching and crying my eyes out
1: because we were losing. Uh, <laughs> oh, bro, bro, bro. But, uh, so yeah,
0: so I was in I was in Belgium at the time. Uh, so I stopped yeah. to watch it. Um, and kind of the, the general gist of the game was just like it looked like we were having opportunities. Obviously, I couldn't hear a single word. The comment, commentary was in different language. Yeah, uh, which was quite funny. But um the general gist was obviously like we had all the possession, all the chances. Um, but they they hit us on the counter a couple of times and kept scoring from it. And the first one got rolled out offside. Yeah, yeah. Then it, then they score again, but you know, cheeky goal from Vinicius. So it was just like if, I feel like in a game. I think Klopp maybe said it, I can't remember who said it afterwards. But in a game, if like if the goalkeeper for the opposing side is is the man of the match, they're like you yeah. know it, it just wasn't meant to be. Like
1: yep, yep, yep.
0: It's just it was. one of those ones. Like, Courtois just had the, just the best game I've ever seen him play in, in his life. Like, even he said it after the game in the post-match, he was like, yeah, these put some respect on my name in this country because as, as a fan in England, as English football of of, uh, of Courtois, people used to say, like, he was dead. That's why he left Chelsea. All this stuff, people would talk about his name. He came yeah. to Real Madrid on a bit of a, a bit of a weird, under weird circumstances. Yeah. Um, and he's never really been respected as a top goalkeeper anymore. If you think about, like, if you ever played Football Manager back in the day, when you started your game and you wanted to buy a goalkeeper,
1: it was yeah. it was Courtois
0: or it was like Allison. You buy one of those two, yeah, yeah, and you and you keep it pushing. But like Courtois, kind of lost his respect a little bit, um, and he maybe is getting that back now with this with this Champions League performance because he was unreal. Like every single shot, he was saving it, popping out of nowhere, just diving from side to side. Like he was, he had probably the, the best game I've ever seen him play. So yeah. he, was, he was solid. We had chances, we couldn't take them. Unfortunately, they took their one chance. They caught caught Trent, slip, Trent, uh, Trent sleeping a little bit in the back. Um, the people there was a lot of talk in pre-game about like obviously the Trent versus Vinicius battle. Mm-hmm. I don't even think it was that deep to be honest with The whole game, I think they just caught, they just caught Trent slipping once, um, which unfortunately is one of his downfalls as a defender. He's not he's not the best defensive right back in the world. Um, he got caught sleeping once, and and they, they capitalised. So we uh, we got bit. But in in all it was kind of a bit of a weird final because as I said, we had all the possession. It looked like we we're gonna take our chances, but we just couldn't finish our dinner.
1: Oh mate. I bro, you, you said it rightly. To be honest, just watching like not watching the game, I can't even bring myself to watch the highlights, but um <laughs> it was yeah, man, it's just too painful. Went to go and watch it in my um local pub. Oh, and nice. um, yeah, yeah, like it was the, the atmosphere, oh yeah, fantastic. But it was just um Yeah, man, it's just sad to see. I would say, why I say it's sad to see is because we were so, like, in terms of possession-wise, we were brilliant, but in terms of chances, we we just couldn't. And Mm. you're right, when Nikita has that kind of thing, like, has that kind of -of man-of-the-match performance, it's just not going to be your day. A lot of the stuff we had to create, because Real Madrid are that team now, they're just going to sit back and soak up all that pressure. Soak up all that pressure and then try and hit you on the counter, which they're very good at what they're doing. However, tactically, I believe we weren't troubled at the time. I didn't see a moment where I thought, oh, oh my gosh, I'm worried. Mm. I just got it apart from I think it was the 39th minute, 39th, 40th minute when they got the goal just allowed. And I was like, oh, oh gosh, they breached us. But Kanate, absolutely brilliant. He was fantastic. He had a honestly, that's a that's another brilliant sign in there by the um by the um by Liverpool. Like, mm. just like even with the money shot and that like, hitting off the post from Götze, we did we did what we tried to do. However, one thing I I will mention is that you can from watching the game again, I can just see that like Thiago and Fabinho weren't a hundred. Uh-huh. Like they were they were fit, but they weren't match fit. Like just looking at Thiago, I was like, there's something there's something wrong with like the way we're kind of playing. Like the intensity was great, don't get me wrong with there, but some of the passes that I'm usually like seeing Thiago do, I wasn't kind of seeing. And you can see we weren't really running uh, running behind. A lot of it, of it was to feet because Madrid had set up so well. So I love, do you know what? I can't fault Cop. Even when we went 1-0 down, we pushed for it. We brought some, some players on to try and change the game. For me, you're looking at a team that's lost, what, how many times in a season? Maybe three, four times? Definitely, it hurts that we lost the final, 100%. But um, give credit to where credit's due, Real Madrid did their thing, but it wasn't like the Benzema show or one person ruling it. Exactly. In fact, it reminded me of the final we lost to AC Milan in 2000, I think of 2007. Yeah. You know, the one where we actually played well, but we ended up still losing. It, I was just like, as soon as the whistle was blown for full time, I was like, my goodness. For a game that we've dominated, it hurts to lose by one one chance. Yeah. And it's a clear cut. Don't get me wrong, but just one chance. Like, you look at this, I think we had over 20 shots on goal. They had four. Four. So, yeah, it hurts, but we move on. We have to applaud, like, the the boys have been fantastic. Like, what is that? We had, we had the Carabao Cup and FA Cup. Mm-hmm. It's been a fantastic season. It's been a good season. But we push again, like, there's just a few little bit of tweaks. And I have to admit, I think now is the time for us to be a proper number nine now. Mm. I know the whole thing of like, having forwards is dope, but that was one thing in the game that I thought, oh, if you had like a like a top striker or, or a young striker on the bench who's hungry, just to bring him on and try and, you, you can really form something. But hopefully that was something that will develop into you. But um, yeah, yeah, man, we you just have to take the L and keep it moving. Honestly,
0: I saw I saw a lot of people, a lot of people clowning Liverpool, on like socials and stuff. Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the whole Trent tweet when Trent was saying he was one of four, he was hungry for more, whatever it was. People out here saying he's still starving. I was like, people, people need to like like put some respect on the fact that we made it to four different, well, the ability to win four different things in one season. Like, yeah, not a lot, not a lot of teams do that. Obviously, I am speaking as a Liverpool fan, so I am biased anyway. Yeah, but um, like to, to be able to be able to be in contention to win four trophies this year when some teams weren't even contention for one. mm mm-hmm. Is, is, a, is, a, is a feat in itself obviously that like, it would have been nice to win more than two especially the two that we won seem to be the the two that like obviously are the other if you had to rank them in terms of what you really want um, yeah. FA FA cup is important to me as i guess just as an english yeah player. i'm so happy
1: that we did win that yeah,
0: yeah that one's important to me care about i could i could do without you know but um obviously the Prem would have been nice Champions league would have been nice but still to be in the position we were in um with the team that we have um, I think I think we've done well, and I think I think we can definitely hold our heads high and go into next season with some confidence for sure. Um, yeah, uh, we've set a bar in terms of like what it means to be a I think a dominant team in in different facets of the game. Because you normally find when obviously like where teams are doing it, they can be good domestically but not so good like um, international, not internationally but like obviously like with the continental uh, cups as well. So like we've we've done well to be like you know dominant international like, with the domestic trophies and stuff but also have a, you know, a stead in the continental trophy. So yeah, definitely still proud, but obviously like, you know, it sucks to lose the ones that we did lose um, and to lose like in that manner, as you mentioned, obviously to be so dominant in the final, but to not score, um, despite all the pressure and everything, like it, it definitely yeah. sucks. But I think we just have to move on now. Like we have to quickly just put it out of our minds and move into that season. And I think um, obviously if we keep money and stuff Then cool. We keep the band back together. But if money leaves this this offseason, then it kind of like, it does definitely feel like the end of an era. And I'm like, I'm kind of like, did we, did we capitalise and make the most of the era that we had? Because mm, um, mm. it's, it's not really a thing that's talked about too much in football, but in basketball, we talk about it a lot where like yeah. te- teams have windows, right? Um, yeah, and it's, it's like championship windows to win things. And like, we don't really talk about too much in football, because I guess it's the small players, 11 players that kind of influence the game. Whereas in mm-hmm. basketball, it's just five, but all, you know, on a good team, it could be just two or three that really influence the game. But um yeah, I think I don't know if, if money does leave, I don't know. Do you reckon we've we've like missed our window completely or is this still
1: um open? I wouldn't say we've missed our window. Definitely what you said about end of an era, and maybe we could have won more, but the problem is is that you, if we were in any other area, we would have had more trophies. We would have had Premier Leagues, but we're against a very a very um superb and excellly, excellently excellently <laughs> assembled um team. Yeah. That man the millions that have gone into that. Look, look at our last couple of points. We had over 90, 89, this, that. Like we've done enough. We've done like we've done all we can possibly can. And we just came up against another side that is who's also been awesome and who rarely loses. They rarely yeah. lose. That's they the rarely lose. So for me, it's it's like um we go again, we trust like the Liverpool transfer committee or Whoever comes up with the players, because I know they will have a good replacement. Whoever they they bring in, you can see from Diaz, and it'll be excellent to see Diaz get a rest, get a full preseason, go again. Um, yeah, for me, it, it, it's just helpful because it, it goes to show. I'm just like, why would you go like for I, with money? I I can't get it. I know it's definitely a money factor, but then like, where else?
0: Yeah, like I'm where, where to else you gonna be? No, but you're right. Like where else would you, can yeah. you potentially win everything? Like
1: yeah, obviously, you know obviously
0: next season's gonna be harder. We know that in the it's gonna be much harder. Um, Champions League again, every team's gonna be back on their game again, and all the other domestic cups. Cool, it's gonna be harder again as well. But where else? What other team do you have the opportunity to play in a system that is kind of built for people like you? It's built for the likes of Salah. It's built for the likes of Mane. Yeah, um,
1: yeah.
0: It's it's gonna be different if he goes to Bayern. Obviously, like he'll be he'll be able, like you know to win the Bundesliga area, which is great. Um, but will he have the same? Obviously, that that kind of, yeah, I, I, As you said, I guess you can't really speak to everybody. Everyone, everyone everyone's motivations are different, and like you might just want to, challenge, try it? yeah, a different challenge with his family or something, yeah. or just try something new in a different country and maybe test himself in a different, different country. Because obviously, like I think, even in the Bundesliga, he would still do bits, um, just because of the nature of the, the way he plays. And I think, he, I think he'd do well. So,
1: mm.
0: yeah, I, it, I, it, it would it would hurt to see him leave,
1: though. Definitely, I think like for me, it's it's. The sense of like of oh going to another team. Like, but it's true, the grass is not always greener. Mm. And this is what a lot of pundits are saying. Okay, if you leave, this may be as good as it's gonna get. And it's not like it's oh, you're you're punching. Like you're you're playing it with the big boys yeah. to a team that I'm not trying to be harsh with Bayern. Yeah, they're there, but I don't see them as really true heavyweights. Yeah, they got a good squad. I just still think for my name personally, it's a risk. Hmm. It's a risk for both of them to leave. Not not saying that they shouldn't, they shouldn't have aspirations. Absolutely. But I, I don't know. Like look at um, Coutinho, prime example, and other Liverpool players as well. When they've left Liverpool, when they thought, oh, I'm doing things, they've gone on to other teams and it's just not worked out. You know what I'm saying? But um, moving on a bit forwardly, moving on going forward... Um, I wanted to mention that um credit to Benzema, who I would hmm. say definitely um Champions League player of the year. I um, mean, yeah. he was brilliant. And maybe it was Real Madrid to win all along. After all the comeback victories against, you know, PSG, against um against Man City as well. Like they were pretty much dead and buried in a lot of games. So Yeah,
0: especially like even that Chelsea said, like Chelsea, um,
1: yeah, of
0: course, that yeah, game the, as well. The two legs, yeah. Like, they looked they look at and buried, but obviously it was the Benzema show. So, um, yeah, I, think yeah. he's, I think he's done wonders for his legacy as a player. I think, um, oh, if he, obviously, like, if there was... A, I think, is there, an, is there actually no award for Champions League Player of the Year? I'm not sure, but maybe there might be, you know. If there was, he should win it, for sure. And I think, even if there isn't, I think he's definitely a contender now for Ballon d'Or as well. Like, he's definitely pushed himself into... A, a more rarefied air of being respected as a striker. I think people people who know football have obviously seen Benson play over the years and know that there's a reason why when the people like Ronaldo have come and gone and all these other players have come and gone that he's still there. Um mm. but yeah I think he's definitely added some some a level of respect to his game this year that people maybe didn't see before. Um which is good for him as a player, I guess good for his uh, his pockets.
1: Yeah, most definitely. I mean um yeah they they were he was Exceptionally brilliant um, in the game, and some of the goals they scored were just were just of a high order. You can definitely tell he's taken that scoring uh, mantle from Ronaldo and just become that big player that they need. Maybe that's why they they didn't feel like they needed to push to get Harlan's because Mbappe was the one they really wanted. Obviously, he kind of snubbed them down for. Wads and wads of cash, and I think well, he, no, it,
0: it was, was wads and wads of, wads of cash, wads. and it basically yeah. made him like low key sporting director, whatever it is. So like,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah So <laughs> if you don't pass that back in, <laughs> <laughs> you get sold in the morning. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. But what I think those will be interested is: will PSG get close? Will they get close to this Champions League that they, you know, that they really want? Who will be that transfer or that signing that will help? You know, they thought Neymar would be. But there's a lot of rumors saying that they're they're open to selling Neymar. Personally, mm. I know it would sound weird to say, but I wouldn't really have him at Liverpool. I don't know. I feel like the way the structure of the squad is, it's not really for like divas. I'm not trying to be harsh to him. I think he's a little bit of a diva. I think I think he is. When you're getting paid that much, you got big entourages. Not saying these other players don't, but mm. I don't know. I think it might mess with the makeup of the squad. What do you reckon? Neymar to replace Mane, or if he leaves, if Mane was to leave, that would be very interesting.
0: If if we were to try, it. Um, I, do, I do, I do, I think I kind of agree with you. I think the system would be would be tough to fit him into. I think just the nature of how we play is quite uns not. Yeah, I guess unselfish to a certain extent. Obviously, we have our, our players have their moments where everyone wants to score goals and stuff, and it happens. That's that's expected of strikers. I'd be angry if they weren't if they weren't hungry for goals. Um, but yeah, I do agree with you. I think I think the nature of kind of player that Neymar is, it just it would be a maybe a tough transition. Also, also he's just not tested in the Premier League. I don't know yet what he was, what his style will be like in the Premier League with, you know, a crunching tackle from Grant Handley. Like I don't know, if, I don't know if he can hack it. Like if I'm being honest with you, so we'd have to yeah, see. Yeah. We'd, have, we'd have to see how it goes. But um, if that's if that was to be the case, obviously it'd be, it'd be a big name and it'd, it'd be useful for, you, like, for shirt sales and stuff. But actual yeah, play, yeah. play on the field, we have, have to wait and see if he if he could hack it, if he could g with the big boys. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, that'd be very interesting. But I do, I do wonder if they, if he even leaves at all. I think, I think PSG is made for people like himself. Um, um, you know, Mbappe, obviously, Messi's there currently as well. Yeah, of course, it's a really ideal situation. You're guaranteed to win the league base or not the league league oh, on. Sorry, um, they you're guaranteed to win that at least, and you might try and do something in the Champions League. The one they all want it really is the Champions League, as you mentioned. Um, if they can, if they can actually push through, maybe challenging that one next year. Then it kind of vindicates the money they spent, obviously, on Neymar and Mbappé and all these guys. Um, they had a good, a great, like off season last year, like to to bring in the people like Donnarumma and Genoa Aldo and all these players.
1: Oh and- yeah, yeah, and- yeah. yeah. All these guys,
0: but and it-, it kind of obviously played out in for them to you know reclaim the league and it worked. But Champions League wise, it still hasn't really panned out. And it- it- they're not the only ones. You know, we're still looking at Pep a bit funny for the way that Man City have done Champions League last few years as well. So.
1: Yeah, that's that would true. also
0: be interesting to see how that how that plays out. I'm also not convinced that Pochettino the manager for them going forward. I don't know, but we'll have to see.
1: Yeah, I think I think he might be leaving us. So I don't know. There's a lot of rumors to say that he might be he might be leaving this this summer as well.
0: That's what I'm hearing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, which I'm like, wow, okay, fair. Like, if if that happens, you go through again, more sending of money, that kind of thing. Ah, uh, we'll see. We'll yeah, see. It's true. gonna be. As we 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 all we always say on this pod we will see. Yeah. But um, moving on, speeding things up. I mentioned the Champions Player of Champions League Player of the Year, which we've given to Benzema. Who would you say would be? Um, I give a couple that I had actually in terms of like rounding up the season. Who would would you say would be your Premier League Manager of the Year and Player of the Year? Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so Manager of the Year. Uh, I'd have to just, obviously the one that won it in the end I think you have to give the clock. Um I just think it was well deserved, obviously, in terms of the domestic success and obviously challenging for the title as well. Um, yeah. To, so as, from a Premier League perspective, that's kind of it's kind of it's kind of the the dream situation as a manager, is kind of what you want. So he would uh, he would win it in my opinion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and he won it anyway, so it makes sense. Um and then player, I'd probably give it to I think. Maybe Son. I think Son near the end of last year was at, at points, the end of the season, was like unplayable. I think he was just he was just in a different stratosphere in terms of like his, the quality of his play at one point. It, it, he's the reason why obviously Spurs was able to were able to clinch top four. Like I think he was he was instrumental to to their to the end of their season. So yeah. I'd probably give it to Son, I think, based on on his ability to get them into that position. Mm-hmm. But obviously, notable mentions and um, could be anybody at Man City. Literally, could be could be De Bruyne. It could be, uh, could be anyone. Could be good to It go could be literally good to go to, could have won it off the off the bench all the time. Like it could, like from his 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 input to win that win that game in the end. So they had they had a decent season. But even from our side as well, Salah had a good season. Like if you kind of think of it holistically, he had a decent season. Um, and yeah, so it could be a lot of people. But I probably would give it to Salah.
1: Okay, nice. Uh- you know what, I'll probably if, if Salah had ended the season proper strong, I would have given it to him. Mm-hmm. Um I, I bro, it pains me, but I actually have to give it to Kevin De Bruyne.
0: Okay.
1: Anytime this guy steps up, man, he's just a force to be reckoned with. And yeah, man, it's getting to a point now. You know, we we're just like, this is just becoming a bit silly now, like mm. some of like the players and the ballers that they have in their team. But rightly so, him winning it, I would be my
0: pick.
1: Yeah. I'd say top bus uh, to two managers. Definitely will say uh, Patrick Vieira. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Palace. And then, um oh, secondly, would I give it to you? I'd say Patrick Vieira and someone else coming to that. And actually, I could give it to Conte as well, actually. Mm-hmm. I'll put him up there. Reason being, just like um how you managed to just get top four. When it looked when things looked very bleak for them, um, in terms in terms of Spurs and their situation, so yeah, those are my two two ones. I just like Patrick Vieira the way they were playing football. Um, uh, beat Arsenal was I think one of their top games of the season actually. That day. they were they were pretty dope, but yeah, they they look like now it's not just a side who just come to like sit back, but they actually try and play football. Yeah. and they've got a lot of a lot of good young talent coming through. That's um,
0: true. Some guys yeah. really, I think I think it'd be really good in a few years. People like Elise, Elise. Um, I think yeah. I, I, st- I still really like a at Eze. I think Eze is going to be a top midfielder. I think once he gets fit oh, off yeah. this injury, I think he will be so good. And I, I do no, like what he's done with Zaha. I think he's turned Zaha into like a bit of a a bit more respectable. I think when Zaha had always been he always had the skills, always been fast, but like his end product was never there, like with any of the managers he had before. But I think maybe mm-hmm. Vieira, Vieira believes in it a, a little bit more. Um, and he scored a few more goals this year than I, and I, well, a few more that maybe that he wouldn't have scored last year, probably. So, um, no, Zaha's he's performed for them as well, and even like all their signings like Odson Edward, all these guys as well have been have been quite useful. So, no, I agree with that one. I think Vieira's been proper good.
1: Yeah, I like, I just like, I just love how it's been the transfers that he's done, like they they've gone through, looked at the championship, and try and got like good, young, exciting, like players and uh brought them through and they've just like they've took so well to um to the premier league mm-hmm. yeah so um that's why i kind of picked him i like their style as well so yeah man it's been a it's been a good shout in terms of football like come to the end of the season just to sum up everything congrats i wanted to say to uh AC Milan for winning the Serie A after I don't know how many years. Don't say it's a long time, but an extended period of time. So it had had been
0: a long time, yeah.
1: (laughs) Had been a long time for them. So hopefully that can you know push them on to bigger things. Congrats to Real Madrid as well, the league and obviously Champions League as well. Congrats to um, to um, Bayern Munich. You steamrolls every year. So. i don't know like oh as you know one guy said in love island the bundesliga but well, we ain't talking about bundesliga like that right now <laughs> um, and uh yeah congrats to uh, a lot of english guys as well actually the whole time to leicester you managed to get it to the to the um conference was it the european conference league they got yeah. it to the semifinals which was decent i mean um rangers got to the the final of the Europa League, they were fantastic. Rangers this season had some big victories again against Leipzig and against um, Dortmund as well. So I Hold tight to their guys. But um, my next question, because obviously you get that kind of quiet period of time when it's like um, the league finishes. You're waiting through now. You know we've got two big footballing competitions. We've got the Women's uh, Euros, which will be very exciting to see England looking looking very good and in good form go through. Yeah. But then also you've got the um, the Nations League, which I'm watching at the moment. And my question to you was going to be, bro, do you reckon we should be having all these games come the end of the season? A lot of these players, you know, like they've got, you know, I'd say they have a lot of legs in it. Well, well, they've wrapped a lot of legs. So i say they've played a lot of games, yeah. a lot of games. Yeah. And now obviously they have to play four games in the space of a number of days. What, I'm trying to find a question that I wrote down. I said, is it good to play all the fixtures in June?
0: So I'm gonna be honest with you, I actually didn't even know the, the Nations League was happening. Like yeah. so as soon as the like Premier League finished and Champions League finished, my my brain had switched straight into basketball mode because it was finals of finals with the NBA. So, uh-huh. like, so I stopped concentrating on any football whatsoever. So when I heard that there was games on, and also I wasn't even in the country, so I was in Germany for a bit. I came back, and I came back and I hear there's games on England and playing Hungary. I said, wait, wait, what's going on here? Is there friendlies that I'm missing? Is it like a then I find that it's a whole competition. I'm like, right, wow, this is what this this was that was for the the Open Nations League from like back 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 then,
1: yeah, which is
0: insane. So um, yeah, it's going to be tough. I think playing all these games, I guess to to end the season, obviously after most most players, especially if you think about the Liverpool players, obviously we're biased again. But you think about all these Liverpool players who have been playing like they played Premier League, they played Champions League, they played, League. They played UEFA, oh yeah, Europa, not Europa, uh, Champions League, they played FA Cup, and they played Carabao like all those competitions, then you add in that like UEFA Nations League. like mm-hmm. It's a, it's a lot of football for guys to play. Um, And I kind of thought that we were, had were a break, obviously, because I know we've got the World Cup later in the year. Or, yeah. yeah, so I kind of thought we'd just have a break. I didn't know there was going to be this UEFA Europa Nations, Europa, Europa Nations League. But I guess it is what it is. It's a chance, a chance for people to spend more money on for football and stuff. And I guess it's good because, you know, we have year round football, which is fun but when you think about the player side of things yeah definitely I wish they had a bit more of a break especially for some of our players who I think I need they need to rest a little bit so that nah. I personally wouldn't have it so close to the end of the season but hey you if we're going to do what you, you want to do
1: yeah of course of course because I'm just looking um to see when trying to see when it actually starts um which I'm going on to now and it is saying uh bear with me everyone it says August August the sixth. August the sixth, two thousand and twenty two. Mm. That's when um the season will start. That's when oh, it starts. Damn. So it's not, so you know, the guy if you're thinking about it, preseason effectively starts bang on first of July most of the time. But I reckon a lot of these players you have had an international break still get, you know, like a bit more rest. Yeah,
0: they will not until ten of the early early preseason games
1: yeah and you're also thinking about you know the world cup is a a big deal and let's be honest a lot of a lot of the teams that are playing a lot of players are going to miss out through injury that's just a fact it happens you pick up this you pick up that um but hoping that um we like england will give a good account of themselves obviously playing at the moment now nil nil against germany i'm not sure if you saw the hungry game and the fact that we we lost that one which still bewildered in that but um like when you saw when you when you saw that like result like or if you just saw the game what was the first thing that came to your mind was it like our oh, same old England like just underperforming obviously we usually do give a good account of ourselves but against Hungary I mean
0: yeah it, I mean ex- England, England never start competitions well anyway so that was kind of expected but to lose to Hungary I guess was a bit of a blow to the face um I didn't watch the game, I kind of just saw the end result and I saw like a graphic put on Twitter or it was. Mm-hmm. And for some reason they chose to use Saka's face for the graphic. I'm like, wait, but didn't Carrie Harry Kane play the whole game? Like where's honestly. Your, where's your Lord and Savior, Harry Kane? Where is he when when you when <laughs>
1: honestly? I hear that man preaching. So that was it
0: was a bit tough to see. But um, yeah, I mean England gonna be winning. England is gonna be. Uh they lost his first game, obviously, like they don't normally start competitions very well anyway. We kind of have to take like two or three games to really get into ourselves. Um so we'll see what happens this, this game against Germany I'm not, I'm not really watching it. as we go along because I didn't know what's happening. I didn't, as I, I said I didn't know this european foundations league was happening. But now I know I guess I got I got more football watch to watch which is good. because It's always a good time during the summer when we have football and love island it's always a nice that's a nice there's two those two go hand in hand for me personally. That, that means summer is about to arrive. Um, <laughs> but, but no, so we'll have to see. It. But I think
1: um, we'll see if they bounce back this game. Germany's obviously going to be a tough opposition. Um, yeah, but we'll see. Yeah, bro, I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, just I, I wanted to even take, to um, obviously give a shout out to Southgate because, you know, previous tournaments, um, he's always performed well. But from what I saw a couple of days ago, yeah, just not impressed. Like, I know people will give the excuse and stuff like that, but we did. To be fair, it probably should have ended nil-nil. We did kind of—I'll not even say kind of—but the the penalty for me was that was just a joke. But I, I imagine if that was Trent that had given it away; yeah. everyone would have been going crazy. But it's Reese James, so you know it is what it is. I thought—I would like to. You, I thought it was very harsh on Reese James, very mm-hmm. harsh at all. And also the formation—I'm not really the biggest fan of this formation. When we play other sides, such as um such as like likes of Hungary and other teams, not saying they're lesser teams, but yeah, save those in for your Brazils and your Germanys and other things. But against <laughs> against teams like Hungary, come oh, on, you don't need to be playing two like well what we all know, two defensive midfielders. That's that's not needed. Yeah. Let's push up, you know? So um, yeah, you're right, England do start slow. We'll need to probably pick up a point from this game or we'll get the win and then see with the last game. Yeah, I mean, what Southgate was more alluding to after the game was like, this is, you know, this is all like kind of learning for, obviously, the World Cup. And it's true, there's not going to be much friendlies. I think there'll be another international period and that might be it. So obviously, he's got an idea. I think more for me, this Nations League isn't really for Southgate, if I'm putting my hands up. But what I mean by that is that it's more for the players Mm. So you feel like if you're bowing your ward powers you need to be putting in good games yeah you're playing for your life right now you, you know what i'm saying like everyone wants to go it's just a crème de la crème he doesn't want to get called up for their country so if we if we say we look at the the first 11 like you can say like sterling's on the plane kane's on the plane rice is on the plane phillips is on the plane um, who else is going to be on there? Um, Pickford is going um, to be on. Yeah, the plane. but say so Pickford, unfortunately, is on the plane. But for me, I reckon there's a there's a couple of spots. I mean, you look at the left book, left left book, <laughs> left <laughs> back spot, <laughs> left back spot. I mean, if you're if you're a chill you're thinking, you need to have a really good start to the season. Yeah, really you should fit
0: first of all. If you're fit, then cool.
1: Yeah, you know and I'm saying because uh, Saka. He's definitely 100% should be on the plane. Yeah. I feel for other players, though, you're looking at your Sanchez and Rashfords. For me, any player that's on the fringe now, your first, how can I say, two, three months of the season, you need to be on fire. Yeah, you need there. like <laughs> you need to be on it.
0: True. You need yeah. to be on
1: it. Like I feel sad for like players like Lingard, Rashford. You've got a big task ahead of you. like Big, big yeah. task. You know what I'm saying? But... um. Yeah, actually, I'm going a little bit off topic because I think we're kind of coming to the end of the football, but I mentioned one or two two topics. Like, what's one player that you think could, like, force their way into this England side to, like, be a definite to go?
0: Like a definite, definite player that should be going or that could go?
1: Um, No, a player that could go. Oh, that's already in the team as it is? Um, No, that's not. Could be in the team or on the fringes of the team or... Okay.
0: Uh, well, I think my choice might actually be someone you already mentioned, which was James ward Um okay. I do think like his, his season at Southampton has to go, ha- can't go unnoticed. Um yeah. I think when you consider he's obviously a, a, you know, a set piece specialist. Um and like just the, yeah, I think he's he's stepped he's able to play up a little bit as well at Southampton, obviously, albeit at Southampton, which isn't the know, uh, they're not they're not the best team in the Premier League or anything, but he he's, yeah. he did well to get them where they were scored a number of goals from free kicks and stuff which could be useful and you never know like international competition is always tough like you kind of need every little advantage you can get and if if we have a guy who's solid in the midfield but can also take a free kick for us um i hate to say it but that's that's how we used to feel when bex used to be on the pit on the field bex was obviously a good midfielder but when, when bex would step up for a free kick you kind of always just thought to yourself is this going to go in yeah um, and you you kind of get that same vibe with james, with james will Pryce a little but obviously he's nowhere near Bex's level but well, not nowhere near but he's just not not Beck's level of excitement but um when when he steps up for kick, you kind of you hold your heart your heart and your, your chest a little bit you're kind of thinking maybe yeah. maybe maybe this is the one that goes in game.
1: he's special
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah he is special for sure so i think he's probably my person i think could do he's already in the squad but i think he could solidify his place with a decent decent showing at these nations league and then like if he starts the season well with Southampton for sure
1: yeah of course of course bro i i definitely hear what you're saying there man i think for me Mm, I think it's definitely it's either Bowen. Mm-hmm. Bowen Bowen's like second uh, before he got injured, and even the second part of his season has been pretty brilliant, or I'll uh, say Bowen or Connor Gallagher for yeah, me. I like I would actually quite like to see him have another load spell at Crystal Palace. I wouldn't go back to Chelsea. Yeah, don't go back to
0: Chelsea right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, but however, did his I mean. His loan deal was up. He, he will be going back, obviously, for Chelsea pre-season. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. But for me, yeah, I'd I, I be, I'd be telling the manager, please let me, please let me go out again, because yeah. Patrick Vieira seems to have done wonders and I enjoyed working with him for sure. So yeah, that, that yeah, honorable mention that... for me for for Tammy Abraham as well. I
0: think Tammy Abraham is 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 loved in Roma. I think leaving Chelsea was the best thing that's happened to him. Honestly, and, best. And, best, and, I, and best. I think, I think, I think Connor should look at his uncles. And Tammy and and uh, Fukaya Tamori, and like look at look at where they're succeeding now in Italy. Like they they left Chelsea and they're succeeding. And I think like the grass could be greener for him as well. So if he used to leave Chelsea this summer, maybe sign a permanent with Crystal Palace. Like I wouldn't be angry at the kid. I'd be like cool because yeah. your your elders have done the same thing and they're and they're thriving now. So Tammy's another one I think should definitely make it. He just has such a good season for AC Milan um, at yeah, Roma this year. So yeah, definitely. Uh, do you
1: know what I was gonna mention? <laughs> one topic, right? Um, but I'm going to scratch that. she's just going to have one little point to discuss. Um, basically, just about Tomori, like, what does this brother have to do to get into the squad for the play? Because <laughs> I'm telling you, if Maguire plays the same way, yeah, I, I, I don't want to hear, I know a lot of people experience, nah, this guy does not need to get on that player. Like, all through this season, like, when he's been picked, I'm just there thinking, so, like, are we doing favourites? or what What are we doing here?
0: like? No, but definitely in favour. I think it's just, you know it's, it's people, it's who, it's who he likes, And He likes, he likes uh, Maguire. He's used Maguire in the past, and I think he trusts him. Um, main United fans will tell you that Maguire is still a solid, sort of solid defender. Um, but anyone with eyes will tell you that he's not. Um, and I think, I think he should lose his place in the squad personally, but that's just me. Um,
1: now I'm championing your cause <laughs> as I,
0: as I just think, I just think he's not. If in terms of like, if we were to look at centre backs that could play ahead of him right now um like people that are already in the squad you've got the likes of um obviously like john stones is there he probably plays ahead of him connor cody probably plays ahead of him as you mentioned for probably plays ahead of him, in my opinion as well yeah um, and even even ben white of arsenal like if yeah if, like i don't even like what ben white has done this year i don't think he's been a revelation for, for 50 million like i think he was a bit over, overpriced but i still take him over, over harry over harry Maguire right now i think Maguire just He's he's not the only reason why United suffered this year, but he's 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 not he's not without his faults. <laughs> like he's, he's yeah, been yeah. been found wanting a couple of times in defense this year. Um, and like under normal circumstances, he wouldn't make the England squad. But obviously, like centre centre back was a position where we've been a bit like not desperate, but when we find someone we like, we kind of keep him in regardless. Like we did it all, the, all those times with John Terry and Rio and all those guys. Like so, I think it's expected that he's going to stay in the squad, but left to me he would have make it he he made the squad but he wouldn't start
1: probably bro of course I, I, I hear what you're saying bro honestly because for me I'm just there like Tomori won a Serie A Syria. Ah, he's been fantastic in that league that league which is notorious notorious for defending <laughs> exactly and like I just remember like I think was it maybe not this squad announced the last I was like how is Maguire getting in this squad like the defending no. I'm not sure that bastard guy look I think all the other stuff that's happened, like people like doing bem, bomb, bomb, bomb. Sorry, low. No, I can't get my words out. Bomb threats and that. No, nah, that's uncalled for. And the booing, definitely uncalled for. Yeah. But he isn't the one that selects himself.
0: He's no, of course manager. not. He's just the manager that selects him.
1: So he's, he's you know just, he's just doing his job. <laughs> he's just doing his job. Like he needs, for me, he needs to have a big, like, big starter next season because he, he's if he starts playing how he has been. That, like he's not he's not getting nah, nah, nah. yeah at all at all anyway, football bit done, or as you know, they would say socially crew Romeo done or Eli done you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um we will be moving on to NFL and we're switching it up like we're gonna take it in turns because it's been a while so you guys can get you know a different a different flavor from my man, my guy, I I didn't even give you the big up at the start of the show. That's right, we just forgot to, talk. to
0: do, yeah, we just guessed We forgot to even do the the proper intro, but it's fine.
1: I know, right? <laughs> yeah, bro, but take it away with the American football. Run,
0: run, run. Down, down. Down, calm, calm. Yeah, so we're gonna move on to the NFL. Um, obviously we've we're in the off season with the NFL as well, so like it's not been the most exciting time. Obviously, we we talked, talked last episode about the draft. Um, we recap the draft and a lot of the trades and stuff and the picks that happened. Um, but obviously since the last time we spoke, a few things have happened in the league uh, that are of note and I've meant to be mentioned, and I think the biggest one obviously is the most recent news, which is that Aaron Donald, um, <laughs> after last season, he threatened the, the potential of maybe retiring. Um, I think we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago, obviously, oh, straight out of the Super Bowl, like, nah, he's not retiring. And if he does, that'd be crazy to retire at your prime like that, that'd be insane. Um, but lo, lo and behold, it was a bit of a, a negotiation tactic to get his contract sort of re- restructured and sorted out. Oh, yeah. Um, and boy, oh boy, did it work. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. we signed a new contract, obviously restructured his deal. makes him It's making him now the highest paid non-QB in league, yeah, league. history. Um, wow, in league history? In league history. He's the first player not a quarterback to make over 30 million a year.
1: That guys getting money money not even just money
0: money 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 yes yeah. so i think the deal obviously goes a little bit like uh he receives like a 40 million dollar raise um he's gonna make obviously like 95 million in total with this new contract um, so i think of the guaranteed money 65 million of it is guaranteed you say 65 million is guaranteed 65 oh. is guaranteed <laughs> and, and i think ready, yeah exactly <laughs> And the average annual salary for him is like thirty-one million now, thirty-one point six million, oh, basically. Really? which is the most non for a non-quarterback, which is uh, it's big time. And okay. obviously, like my question to you first of all is: is it deserved?
1: 100%. percent. Let Let's not get twisted. I, I think we both mentioned on um, on pods before. This guy is a defensive wrecking machine. Yeah, like offenses always need to account for him being in the team. He will he will mess things up. He is that destructive in the pocket. He he, just—I'm not even going to get into it. He just—he does what he pleases. Now, in terms of the money, hundred percent. Because you're thinking now, as as the Rams, you know, you're you're sitting there, you're thinking, wow, okay, we're trying to run this back. That's what we're trying to do. We we need to have our chief defensive guy there. Their defense is 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 top. It is it's it's good. But we've done all this. It's it is great. Just by him being there, Mm is great. And by what he does now, um, it's always good to take care of your players. He will, like there was a lot of rumors though, and it was quite strange, you know, a lot of like rah. He might he might leave, but obviously you signed him up to that. Brilliant. He's thinking to himself, let's let's secure another ring.
0: Oh, exactly. Yeah. He'll
1: try and do another one in terms of his actual legacy. I don't I don't think that's that's I don't think that's anything that we played with because he's just been immense every season like, easily top five. Now, I won't even say top five. Easily top three defensive player in the league every every year for the last couple of years. Do you know what I'm saying? So this is a good move. Definitely pay the guy. Worth every penny. Um, yeah, yeah. That, that That's that's all I'm saying, really. I mean, like, happy. I'm always happy when, when players get, get their money that they deserve. Yeah, for sure. And as you say, more money.
0: No money, money, more money. <laughs> Gee,
1: exactly.
0: No, for sure. I think um I, I agree with you completely. I think obviously when you come to this the way that this LA Rams obviously run their, their whole organization, it's just like where other teams would be a bit skeptical to maybe like, um commit that kind of money to a player who's not a quarterback, the Rams kind of just don't care, they just kind of just do their own thing. Like mm-hmm. they're, they're the first team to do that with the with their draft picks, where every other team kind of focuses and prioritizes first round draft picks. The Rams will like literally F those picks, just give me a player in return. They they got J.M. Ramsey. They got Matt Stafford. They didn't really he care did. about any, any of that stuff, and it worked. on they got they got Super Bowl in the end. And I think obviously we talk about all the time with quarterbacks. We said we um, we like to categorize it on this show just like in most people do. Um, you got the quarterbacks you win because of the quarterbacks you win with, and the quarterbacks you win in spite of. Um, yeah. But I think it the same can be said for defensive players. I think Aaron Donald showed in, yeah. in Super Bowl and and in the AFC game that like the the players that. That you obviously like a proper game changers are worth every single penny, um, and that Super Bowl literally he single handedly like helped them win the Super Bowl. Like it's it's insane, but the, the, his yeah. impact on the on defense, I think, as an offensive um, if, as, as your O line, if you don't have two players currently on Aaron Donald at all times, you're not doing it right. Yeah, you're like, not you're, yeah, you're doing yeah. something very wrong because you would let him oh, free, absolutely. and he will disrupt your quarterback and make it, it a very them a them. very very long day. Yeah. So, um, yeah, well deserved. Definitely deserved for him. Obviously, he's a player that's currently seen as one of the the best defenders to ever play the game. Not just like in the league right now, but just in, in but the history of the overall, game. So. Yeah, yeah. So it must be well deserved. Um, and obviously, yeah, it was weird when you saw the rumors that he might retire last year. But like, it's good. That yeah, he's that well was So odd because it made no sense. Like, it w- it would be like Messi retiring in the very prime of his career. Like, it just to make it doesn't make any sense. But um, yeah, so like obviously he's back. Signed in for another two years at least. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's only got the option in 2024 to then see what he wants to do. If he wants to retire again or whatever it is, he might decide then later. But I think maybe the Rams organization, I think deep down, they knew deep down he wasn't leaving. I think it was just a mess, just a matter of getting the contract sorted, getting the money right for him. Um, and yeah, man, obviously teams will continue to do some, a bit of like financial gymnastics, make it work. They'll kick, kick the yeah. tire, kick the tire on these funds. They seem to forever just have money to pay players. So like, obviously that was never the issue. I think it was just making it work for him and the numbers made sense. So, um, yeah, I think if there's any other player in any other league, like say if it was an NBA player, for example, he'd be signing a Supermax, Supermax extension, like he'd, oh, he'd be on like definitely, 200 million a year, yeah. like oh, five, yeah, but, five, yeah. five years, whatever it is. So, yeah, definitely, definitely worth every single penny. Absolutely. Um, and then a bit more news, obviously, in the NFL as well. Um, I think a couple of weeks ago we uh, heard that um, DeAndre Hopkins uh, from the Arizona Cardinals, um had failed like a performance enhancing drugs test or made some sort of drug, drugs violation um and he's gonna miss yeah, six games yeah, yeah. yeah he's suspended yeah 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 that oof. so he's gonna miss, miss six games at the start of this season and obviously the Cardinals obviously already have issues a little bit with their they're trying to sort out of, um kind of contract all that stuff um so my question is how will this affect the start of the season for the cards do you think they will their team last year obviously who started really well and it looked like they could be a Super Bowl contender um, but they tailed off at the end of the season. Obviously, players got injured and stuff, and things didn't really go according to plan. But now, already, even before the season started, even before off season, like they've already got a, a, you know a hindrance now going into this next year. Like, how do you think this will affect them? Do you think they're they're still going to be a Super Bowl contender, or should they just leave it off and wait till next year, the <laughs> year after next?
1: I mean, they're going to be in the mix. That's not life. You look at their their wide receivers right now; they they, they got options simply yeah. because. You have got Marquise Brown, you've got AJ Green, you've got um Zach Ertz as well, and you've got James Conner. Now that's that's a that's a good that's a good mix. That's a good set of players there, hundred percent. Um my thinking is though, you need your star man. Now six games if they're winning four of those games.
0: It's a good, not, it's a it's a solid start to the season, in my opinion. That, yeah.
1: That's that's <laughs> not he, they they only win in two of those games or something like that. Yeah. Oh, they are rushing him back with what they're they're speeding him back. Do you know what I'm saying? So for me, it is a blow. Six games is a lot, but this is a longer season now. Now we're playing eighteen games. Do you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. the Cardinals they're in the mix. Like for me, I don't think they'll win it. They got they, don't get me wrong. They got good pieces around. But I think also this Kyler Murray thing with the contract is a bit of a distraction as well. Sometimes yeah. I think personally. so. Um, they'll probably need to to get that nailed down. Why why let this guy go? But I, I heard rumors in in this off season that I was potentially thinking maybe like if he didn't want to maybe trade. That wasn't mm. a death. But sure. um, I'll be saying it's a blow to have DeAndre Hopkins because he, he's a he's a top wide receiver in this league. But six games. Yeah, they'll have to firm it. They'll have to firm it and see what they can do. But they've got other pieces around to see them through those games. So. No, exactly. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be an interesting
0: six games, and they have to like at least, as you said, win at least four of those. And yeah, it's, it's been a good start to the season. If they if they lose like four of those games, then it could be it could like spur disaster for their season because they they're a team that needs to kind of needs to start performing and showing showing promise. Obviously, they've been potential for quite some time has looked at one of the, the young up and coming quarterbacks in the league. DeAndre is mm. arguably one of the best, got got some of the best hands in the league. Um yeah. and they've got, you know, a decent, decent running back call with obviously as you mentioned James Conner. And um, I think they've got another guy, I forgot his name now, in my fantasy league. Um uh,
1: do you say running back or
0: running back, I forgot his name, but they've still got other guys, and obviously they traded for Marquise Brown. Um yeah, so, they've, so they've got, got um, they've got some guys that they can they can rely on. Um Dar- they need they they need Dar- yeah that's the one yeah, yeah yeah. so they need to start showing promise they need to really start start bringing bringing results and, fin- and finishing off games like they talk about in football it's need to finish your dinner and they need to start finishing Uh-oh. their dinner like they, they've started off the season quite well twice now in a row but they end up like just shaking themselves at the end of the season not really performing at the end he of did, games
1: unfortunately
0: yeah and injuries and stuff from kicking them in the ass a little bit so if they he can did, stay, yeah. stay fit the whole season mm-hmm. who knows what can happen with this team because obviously as we learned last year with that, with that Bengals team, if you stay fit and your players are all clicking, anything can happen. You can even make the Super Bowl. You never know. So that's true. Um, that's true. Preach it bro. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna be very interesting to see how they, how they progress. But um, yeah, man. Well, as I said, NFL has been, has been, been quite quiet. Obviously, we had um a couple of people would make, make trade requests. Um, so my question to you, obviously, with these two players, I'm going to mention is who, which, which one of these players will get traded first? game? Um, okay. so, so the first player is obviously Baker Mayfield. Um, mm-hmm. So his situation, obviously Baker was a quarterback at the Browns last year. They recently acquired Deshaun Watson, who they're really excited about, but he's potentially going to be suspended for some games this year, we don't know how many yet. Um, so Baker understandably like requested a trade uh, and the thought process is that he was going to be traded by the draft, but he wasn't traded even during the draft. So he's still there, he's technically still on the books, but he's requested a trade. And obviously people have, we've got um, the mandatory OTAs and mandatory mini cameras starting soon. Um, So like, the question is, obviously, will he he last? Uh, And the second player is Debo Samuel. Um, Mm. So so he also requested a trade. Uh, He obviously saw a lot of his friends that were in the same draft class as him get paid this summer um, with AJ Brown going to the uh, Eagles, who I think have got really good chances next season, but we'll talk about that later. Um, But yeah, AJ Brown going to the Eagles getting paid. Um, Obviously, DK is probably going to get paid at some point by the Seahawks as well. Um, So yeah, so Baker and Debo, who's getting traded first?
1: Do you know I can't lie. Let's not, let's call it what it is. It's, it's, um, it's, um, gonna be the quarterback. Sorry, name slipped out, Baker Mayfield. He's getting traded. Debo, hmm. I think they will come to some sort of understanding. Some, I don't know, because to be fair, holding out, he's a special kind of player. But, bro, this is, let's, let's not lie. This league is a quarterback league. Yeah. And you know, there's two teams who badly need quarterbacks. I mean, the the Panthers they're they're screaming for a quarterback, absolutely screaming. But you see that trade kind of like fizzled out. You thought that trade would have happened by now. And even you, you thought it might have happened on trade night. But I I mean, I'm reading certain and I kinda like it. I'm seeing this article and it's saying, Why don't the 49ers and the um and um the Cleveland Browns do a switch? Oh, Tower
0: for Baker or
1: something no no that's I think it's Jimmy G to be fair. Because both sense, like it doesn't seem like it is. And and Baker, let's not let's not lie, he's not gonna be he's not gonna be second fiddle. I mean last time on the pod we talked about Baker Mayfield even going to maybe like um maybe going to like a, the uh Bucks. the Bucks, you know. Sitting behind Tom Brady for you Brady yeah. Big, yeah, do you know what I'm saying? However, I, I just think because it's a quarterback league, someone will take him. Someone definitely will. The Debo thing has been rumbling for a lot of times. Uh, I knew there was a few teams interested, but usually, like, you you usually say, you usually kind of pull the trigger on draft night Mm. or on second day, third. You don't do it now. Because what can you offer? If you're giving pieces, yeah, that's all well and good, but that'll be for next season.
0: Yeah, lost all the leverage.
1: Yeah, so it's interesting now, because, I mean, even you look at the state of, like, free agents, a lot of free agents have gone... A lot of free agents that are there, they've got long term injury, a good example is um, Odell Beckham, he's still obviously injured, but as soon as he comes out of that, obviously the teams will be sniffing, Uh, I see a face sniffing on him, Rams sniffing on him again, you know what I'm saying, sniffing on him.
0: There's even rumors of him going back to the Browns. Oh, serious? Because obviously they've got Deshaun now, and I think they've also got Amari Cooper, you add Odell Mm. Beckham to to that core. That could be interesting, but obviously I don't, I don't see him going back. there. I think he hates it.
1: <laughs> like that, still. I mean, you could even see Baker even at the Seahawks. They they badly need a, a quarterback as well. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. After letting Russell Wilson go, so man, there's teams there. Someone will pull the trigger. Someone will definitely pull that trigger. Yeah. However, their thing is, is he gonna be like the number one for our team? That that's the thing because. With the with the Browns, it didn't really work out, and then the Browns give a ton load of money to Sean Watson, which is a move which is crazy, mm. because my thinking is like, okay, cool, definitely giving the money, but he's not come off these charges yet. Do you know what I'm saying? However, <laughs> most likely he's gonna be banned for a little bit, but not for the majority of the season. I reckon he'll he'll go his way, like he'll be playing football this year.
0: 100%. At some point, yeah. At some point in this season, he'll be playing in the Browns jersey.
1: Unless some crazy evidence comes up. Obviously, we, we don't know how that case is going. But mm. yeah, I feel bad for Baker, but look, man. Look, like, you don't really want to sit in a place where they don't really want him there. They're just trying to calculate what they can probably get for him and just trying to assess the, the you know, the market or the horizons or the environment at the moment to see, okay, he's going to. Because don't get me wrong, the the clergy keeps going, the Panthers, they back like what? Have they got Donald on that? He's, he's
0: there. Yeah, they still got Sam Donald. Um he's oh, still there, but, but they, I don't think they really believe in him. They That's drafted it. a guy called Matt Corral, who's who's quite good, but like Yeah, he's quite good. He's not he's not really played off, he's not played any NFL games before, so he's not tested.
1: Yeah, yeah. So obviously they weren't Do you know what, the Seahawks might as well like there's there's a couple of teams out there. I think we'll go first. The Debo Samuel thing, I don't know. Because as I said, the the longer a player holds out, the more it gets a little bit sticky. It's like are we gonna pay him? Are we not? Like yeah. gonna pay him? Do you know what I'm saying? So and he he did attend, you know, the 49ers mandatory mini camp. So maybe that there, maybe there, there's good things there. We'll we'll see. We'll see. No, for sure, for
0: sure. Yeah, so that's it's gonna be interesting. I do I kind of like see it similar to you. I think if anyone's gonna get traded at this point, it might be Baker. I don't see yeah. Debo getting traded this season. I think now that obviously they've started, they're going to start mini camps soon.
1: Yeah I, f- yeah,
0: I think the plan is to work him into their current system. Obviously, they they believe in um, Trey Lance as their, their up and coming quarterback. Um, there's a lot of a lot has been said in in the in the media, I guess, about how he's progressing and training and stuff. He's looking he's looking good apparently. So he's going to want his number one receiver there, which is Debo right now. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully for they're thinking he stays he stays on and he becomes successful for them again like he was last year. Baker's situation is just so odd because now, like, he can't go back to the Browns because obviously he's requested the trade. He quite famously wrote, <laughs> yeah. wrote a notes thing on his iPhone and, and put that out. But like at this point, obviously they got they've got Deshaun. Deshaun is definitely going to miss the start of the season at least.
1: Mm-hmm. They've got
0: they've got Jacoby Brissett um as the backup quarterback as well. Um, but for some reason, if they realize that Jacoby's not as good as Baker to start mm-hmm. at least to start the season, they're going to have to come begging to Baker and be like, "Hey, do you want to just like play a little bit just for us, just so that." we can then replace you later on with Deshaun that it's just, it's just such an awkward situation for him to be in it, to be in, considering he's a first overall pick, you'd never think that he'd be in a situation ever. Um, yeah. So we'll see, I think we'll see how that progresses. I do think he gets traded at some point. Um, but as you said, I think it just takes one team to make that move just to, just to, to really go in and realize that what they have right now is not better than Baker and also like what he's being owed this season in terms of his money. Um, They'd have to make a deal with the with the Browns that the Browns just pay the pay the majority of it I think he's being over like maybe something like fifteen million or whatever it is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and that's a lot to pay a guy who might not be a starting quarterback. So
1: that is a lot of money. Yeah. yeah
0: that- to play a guy who's not going to be a starting quarterback, that's a lot of money. So if if the Browns can maybe agree to sort of buy out or they'll they'll swallow the majority of the cap hit, then cool. Most teams will be like, Cool, let's jump at it. Let's bring Baker into our system and see what happens. But He's not done playing football. I think he's still got a lot of football left in him. I think he just has to find the right situation that works for him, basically. So that's that's definitely gonna be interesting. Um, one other thing on the NFL, obviously we had a couple people retire recently. Um, yeah. So the big one was Frank Gore, um, who finished off obviously as a third all-time yeah. rushing yeah. leader uh, for the NFL. Um, he actually signed a one day with the 49ers.
1: The 49ers, yeah, to, to retire there, which was, it it was which nice was, to see. It's a,
0: Yeah, it's a really nice touch. Um, and then the other one was obviously Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, the quarterback who's played over oh, 17 years. In those 17 yeah, yeah. years, he's played for nine different teams and started for, for nine different teams, which is like yeah. the most elite history for one player. Like he's the only NFL player to throw a touchdown pass and deception with eight different teams. Like, mm-hmm. He's just a just a different kind of player. Like when he's when he's on it, he's really on it. Um, but obviously, at the age of thirty nine now, he's getting a bit old, and I think he he realised it was time to to pack it in. So, congrats to him on a long career. It's been obviously like he's had his ups and downs, and uh, he's had his moments. His, his quite funny moments with the media and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, we're definitely gonna gonna miss him in the league and stuff like that. um But yeah, I think going forward, obviously we'll talk about more stuff in the NFL. The 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 schedule's been released, so we'll talk about like which games look look juicy. Going into next season. Um, but yeah, as I said, mini camps are starting for a lot of teams. Um, so a lot of teams are, are having to get their players back in their in their in this like facilities and stuff. We've seen a couple of notable people that already have missed like OTAs from last, uh, like last week or week before. I think most mm-hmm. notably Lamar Jackson, obviously not not turning up to OTAs. They're not mandatory, so he doesn't have to turn yeah. up anyway. Um, but people keep bringing up this point that obviously like Tom Brady didn't miss any OTAs until he won a Super Bowl. And all this mess about Lamar not really being being sold to the to the Ravens like like their vision and stuff but I think it's a money thing I think also sort of the contracts they pay him what he's owed he'll be he'll be back in a bit in the building again and doing what he does for that team so I think we'll see yeah. how, how that goes for Lamar that kind of thing and yeah as I said NFL is kind of on a on a bit of like a on a low right now so it's just a very quick segment just to a about sort of NFL we're going to move on to to the big one which is obviously the NBA but um yeah, NFL has been a bit, been a little bit quiet, and uh, yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's just quickly move on to the
1: NBA. Yeah, cheese. Uh, I will give a roundup because obviously I, I always kept on banging on, banging, banging on about how it's all about the finals, and yes. Rightly so, it is all about the finals.
0: <laughs> exactly, here we are. <laughs> it
1: is all about the finals. Here we are after you know the Western Conference Round One, the Conference Semifinals, the final, the Conference Finals. You had, um, you had um, Golden State doing their thing, um, getting past uh, Denver, Memphis, and uh, the Dallas Mavericks quite comfortably. I would say, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, those those ones, I'm not saying they didn't have tough games, but obviously looking at a 4-1, 4-2, 4-1, that you then look at the Celtics to see a team that, you know, um, I would say gains back. It looked like things were kind of bleak to turn things around. They just become so gritty, um, so well-versed. Obviously um, took down the Chicago Bulls, close one with Milwaukee. Um, and then another close series with um, with the Miami Heat. And sadly, the Miami, Miami Heat couldn't get it done. But now we're into the finals. Da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, it's, been, it's been exciting. And I'm going to start off just talking about um, uh, game one. Did it some good prepping on that. The game one, whoo, shock, shock, shocked me, man. Mm. Shocked me. I came up with some interesting, interesting quotes but my quote was um stephen a's it is taken from stephen a's interview after the game and he said he kept on saying stars make fights just like in boxing this celtics team they are tall they are long they are gritty, and that defense is special yes very very special but it have not come against an, el- like a, a, an elite offense like the golden state now first game um, they they do the business. Um shock everyone in Golden State's back garden. Do you know what I'm saying? With um I'm trying to i I'm trying to find it, the the game. So I'm trying to find it, as in the score, which was oh, let's go back to it. Forgive me everyone. Which was um oh,
0: I think it ended 102 or 120 to uh, 108.
1: Yeah, right. So now why I can't there we go. 120 to 108, which was um yeah, my goodness. I'll, I'll tell you a couple things about this game. But one of my favourite moments, just to sum up the whole game one, was obviously oh, um, Al Horford doing that, you know, that kind of like, look up my muscles kind of celebration, mm-hmm. which usually Draymond Green kind of does, um, to be like, yo, we've got this. Now, if you look at the game, and I'll go into the stats and everything like that. Um, the The Celtics in the fourth quarter, my, my, my. Different kind of team. Different yeah. kind of team. Um, I'll run through. They're the first team to win a finals game by double digits after trailing by double digits to start the fourth. They yeah. also shot 51% from deep for the whole game and made seven threes to start the fourth quarter. Um, Al Horford was immense. He led um, Celtics in scoring, I think for the first time this postseason with 26 points. But get this, look at the stats. Nine or 12 from the field, six of eight from the three point line. Mm. No, no, that's that's crazy. But what was so crazy about it all, and the take back that I got from it, is they won the game with Tatum not even doing that well. Yeah, the he had a very bang average game, he had like 12 points, <laughs> like very off. Like it was crazy. Uh, he went three of 17, now three of 17 from the field. The guy just couldn't get a shot, he like. It just wasn't it wasn't working for a bit. And after that game, I thought to myself, okay, we're in for it. Because that Celtic bench obviously helped. Um, they looked good, man. They looked, they looked good, they looked motivated, they looked, you know, ready for the fight. And yeah, Golden State, it, it was a shame because even though the game was 121 away, I was like, run. Uh, Golden State will probably they'll run away with this. And then that fourth quarter um was just immense by um. The Celtics. What was your take from game one, man? Um, the first game of the finals?
0: Yeah, so game one was a bit of a shock. I think um, we all, I kind of went into the series thinking that it was going to be a bit of a Warriors whitewash. Um, not necessarily because like the Celtics don't deserve to be there, they're definitely deserving of, of being in the finals. I just kind of thought, um, I still don't think we've seen the best of Steph, even though Steph has been, been clicking in all cylinders he's scored. I think he's averaging like 30 something points right now. Um, and Jordan Paul was doing what he does. I guess the thing I didn't account for was the the missing missing splash bomber right now. We need to put an APB out for Clay Clay Thompson. I don't know where he's gone, he's gone missing a little bit. Um,
1: oh my gosh, honestly.
0: Yeah, but um yeah, so I think I kinda I kind of didn't expect the Celtics to hit them in the mouth straight away, especially at the at the uh, Chase Center. Mm-hmm. I, I thought they'd win those first two games. Then we go back to Boston and we see what the what the Celtics are made of. But yeah, man, as you said, that first that fourth quarter and the first game, they just can came, came clicking or down double digits. It was looking like it was gonna be the end. Um, and they just started hitting threes just out of nowhere. Just started making making shots. Al Horford came up big time for them, um, as you already mentioned. So um, yeah, well deserved to win that first game. Uh, and I kind of just didn't, didn't see it coming. I don't think a lot of us expected it. I think a lot of people kind of were shocked by it. And I guess it kind of validates the Celtic season. Because obviously when you think about where they started, um, at one point, as we mentioned a couple of episodes ago, they were 11th in the East. Like they had no business being in the finals. Um yeah, yeah. But they rose their way to first in the East at some point and then they obviously like averaged out where they came, made their way through the through the playoffs. And they've had to beat some some big teams, man. they had to beat that uh, bulls team that everyone kind of thought had a good chance. Um a Heat team who everyone kind of thought was going to beat the, the Celtics team. Um mm-hmm. but the one thing we learned obviously is through these years, man, is defense wins championships. Um it does. And, and their defense has been has been it's been it's been quite stellar. So And they've obviously they're being anchored by the defensive player of the year right now, which is now being vindicated as well in Marcus Smart winning it because it's looking like he's doing what he's supposed to do basically as a defensive player of the year. So, (laughs) um, and he's but he's also hitting shots, which is good to see. So yeah, they're a team. I think of because when you look at the Celtics team, obviously they have they've got the one superstar who we all know is a a bona fide superstar in Jason Tatum. They've got some second level stars and like people like Jalen Brown. Um, I would then maybe put like. Oh, it's tough. <laughs> I'd maybe put Marcus Mott in that conversation because it's defensive. But he's a, I guess he's a defensive star, but he's not necessarily an offensive star. Uh, mm-hmm. but, then the, but then the rest of the team, if you look at them, there's no one like crazy, crazy notable. So they've got some good players, the likes of Pritchard, the likes of Williams, um, Al Horford, as we've mentioned already, um, and other players as well who, who definitely contributed. Um, and Derek White and all these guys, Grant Williams, as we mentioned, Pritchard, Daniel Tice. But no no one no one's crazy, crazy, crazy like breaking, like you know, game breaking or whatever it is. But you look at the Warriors teams, and you obviously see Steph Curry leading the leading the charge. They got Draymond back fit and healthy, Clay's back fit and healthy, but you know he's missing. Jordan Paul was looking like the second coming of a splash brother. Um and they got Kevon Looney and guys like that. So and even even Andrew Wiggins is contributing. I think he scored 20 points in the last game, game two. So like all contributing, all making differences, but they they got they got um even though Golden State would click in and I think Steph Curry made like a I think a record amount of threes in that first that first quarter or whatever it was for the first half um, the Boston, Boston Celtics was still in the game the whole time uh, and it came to show at the end of the game when they, when they made that, that run in the fourth so yeah the first game was very interesting um, my cousin was just saying that a lot of people were, it doesn't feel like a lot of people are watching these finals um, mm. Kind of feels like the finals aren't being being you know seen as the same level as before but maybe because the teams are Maybe not the teams that everyone thought was going to be at the start of the season.
1: Yeah, yeah. They thought it was gonna be other
0: The Nets um, and the Lakers, maybe.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we did predict that to be fair.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I don't think anyone predicted the Warriors Celtics finals, which is probably why it's not being as well received by the fans sport, or sports, at least the fans on Twitter anyway. But still it's good to see. Um but yeah, game one was very interesting. Um yeah, should I talk about game two a little bit? Yeah, man, go jump into it, man. Yeah. For sure. So that game two came along. Obviously, we saw, as you mentioned in game one, um, the Celtics were able to steal that game, especially being in California at the Chase Center. Um, so the thought process was, I guess, going into game two that the warriors would want to bounce back. Um, but we were just wondering obviously where where they were gonna get it from, like who's gonna be the guy to step up and make the difference. And I think in game two, we kind of it kind of showed that it was Jordan Paul. Um, who came through for them? I think he hit like a game, like a like a, a buzzer beer at the end of the first the first, first half or something like that. Like mm-hmm. they bounced back really strong in that second game. Um, just some some notable like stat lines from that game, from game two. Uh, if we look at the Warriors, uh, Jordan Paul himself ended the game with 17 points. Um, he was six of fourteen shooting. Steph Clover, he did what he does, 29 points, nine of 21 shooting. Um, as I mentioned, Andrew Wiggins really performed for them as well. Uh, I think he got 11 points in that game that, that really, really performed well. He, he came up big in time, but they needed him to make shots. Um, but yeah, so there's this Warriors team. like they, they they do what they're supposed to do. Obviously, Clay Thompson's still missing. But they were able to bounce back. I think they were able to stay in the game like they, like they did in the, in the game one. But what what the difference was, I think, for them was they were able to, they were able to finish their dinner, which is what we keep talking about. The also might be called Finish Your Dinner because um, that's what they were, they were able to do, they were able to see it through. Unlike they couldn't do in, the, in game one, they kind of didn't, 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 I don't think they banked on the Celtics, especially shooting those threes in, in the four four. Um, but in this particular case, that didn't happen again. Um, but yeah, they they, were, they managed to uh, to see it through at the end of this game, even though Tatum went off for twenty eight points, uh, Jalen Brown contributed seventeen points, that kind of thing. But I guess the the missing factor was maybe Al Horford didn't didn't really have the same kind of game they he had in in game uh, game one. Only one or four shooting with two points. Um so it might be maybe it's a it's a thing to to put note that maybe if the Celtics are going to win this series they going need more than just Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum to perform they going need the likes of Marcus Smart they going need Al Horford to perform big time as well for them as well but um yeah what were your thoughts on game 2 like uh, did, you, did you get to check in with game 2 out?
1: yeah yeah i did man i think do you know what? with game 2 um you could see that the warriors obviously came out they're hungry for it they're trying to go for it um Trying to go for it again. Obviously, I would say, like, when it when you're at home, you need to be winning those games. Um, yeah, Steph did, did his thing, you know. I, I liked how Steph played. Again, you mentioned about Clay, and I will touch on that man. He he's in a bit of a weird funk at the moment. But the problem the thing is for me, just, just keep let him do his thing. Like he will come. We are forgetting he's come back from such a massive injury. Yeah. Um, But they do need a little bit more from him in games as we get further, you know, to crunch time. Obviously, one one is fantastic, but um, he missed nine of his first 10 shots and it was only four from 19, which is a bit is a bit of a problem. And then just one from eight from deep. Yeah. But. um, Yeah, it's just it's one where. um, where it's not so great for him starting off, but that's okay because there's other people that are picking up, like obviously Jordan Poole had scored at um, at good times. But for me, a big factor that I think we we couldn't even talk about is the turnovers. I mean, Celtic, Celtics in the first half, 11 turnovers. And out of those turnovers, um, Golden State scored, scored 18 first half points. That's too many turnovers, man. Hmm. You'll get killed. Like, that's too many turnovers. You can't be turning over the ball like that. So, it's just weird that game one, Celtics really amazing. Game two, obviously, Golden State, as to be expected, came back. But obviously, the players you did well, like Al Hawford, he's scoring what was what? I think you even touched on it, man. Like, he had what, what was the points? Was it um, two? In game two, yeah. Said, yeah. Only two points. What's yeah. that, that? What that, about two? I mean, Derek White went from 21 points in, the, in game one to the only 12. Marcus Smart went from 18 to two. Yeah, yeah. It's just um, it's one of these things, and it'll be interesting. Game three, I'm I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it um, to see how the how the how the finals will now ebb and flow again. Who's mm-hmm. gonna go out? Who's gonna take that you know that initiative to grab the game by the scruff of its neck? but um yeah i i could i could imagine steph being mvp like he was exceptional game two mm. really really
0: good no for sure yeah he was uh he was he was clicking i think he's back i think he's he's playing it i think i still don't think he's like at chef carry levels or maybe at the, at the height of when he was i guess like peak peak steph Curry when he was just shooting for fun for fun but to still average out what he's averaging, I think he's averaging thirty-one points or so in these finals. Um, and yeah. if he continues the way he's going, definite finals MVP. Um, and if he wins this one, he'll have the same amount, the same amount of uh, NBA titles as LeBron, which is insane to think. Um, but yeah, his obviously his legacy was was, was forever been solidified as the best show to ever play the game. But he's he's uh, he's, pretty, he's coming up big for them in, in in the big moments. I just think the Celtics are a they're a well-coached team. I like Imo Doka. I think he's a sort of young coach. Mm-hmm. Um, both teams actually are well coached, actually, to be fair to you. Uh, but I just think um it's just that it's the star power in it. I think if you if the the Warriors big whatever it is now, three, four, if you include Jordan Paul in that now.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: If all their players show up, there's no way that they'll sell to beating this team because they just don't have enough, I don't think. I think they've got they've done so well to make it this far. But Jason Tame's gonna do what he's gonna do, he's gonna contribute. But if as you mentioned, if the likes of Al Horford and Michael Smart and Derek White aren't also contributing. Then mm. it's it's going to be very difficult for them to um to win, and I think we're going to end up with a a Western Conference winner, and, and in this case, we'll have to see how it goes. Um, but yeah, I mean the finals are are in a win full swing so we're now in the business business end of the season. Um, mm. I think Game Three is tomorrow night, I believe. So yeah, we'll see what happens. It's back in Boston, I believe. So we will now see how how this how this series progresses. But um, it's been interesting one to watch, I guess, from like a like a neutral's point of view, yeah, because yeah,
1: yeah. we haven't for had sure. it.
0: None of our teams have been in the finals. Like, years, so, yeah. so we've been we've been watching from neutral's perspectives, and it's been quite interesting to watch. I think um, part of me wants the Warriors to win, obviously, because I think I think it's the probably the team that the most like, most likely to win it. But mm-hmm. I do, I do, I do want to. I usually kind of sometimes you have to root for the underdog, and I think it would be something to be said for Jason Tatum's career if like he was to to, to beat all the teams he's been to make it through to this point and to then obviously, like, yeah. To even if, it was, if they were to be the Warriors as well, like nah, he, he would then be seen as, as the next guy I think in the league, I think it would be him and Luca and John Morant, all these guys that would be looking at as, as, as the next guys to carry the league forward once LeBron and Curry are done. So, um, no, nah, he's, he's already a superstar in my mind, but I think this would solidify his legacy a bit more. So it'd be quite interesting to see if the underdog could win it. Mm. Um, But yeah, who do you reckon is going to win the whole thing? How do you reckon it's going to go, go forward?
1: I'm I'm leaning on the, the experience of Golden State. I think because they've been there and done that, I think I think they're they're ready for this, you know, this how can I say this legacy shout. That that. This 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 championship could be very sweet indeed. Um especially to have Clay coming back. But you know what? I feel that Clay will make his contribution. Mm. I feel like he'll have one of his games where he'll just go off. That'll actually be crazy because it'll be like, wow and then people will be saying we've missed this we've missed this kind of clay who you know he's just like he's just lethal so for me yeah I'm giving it golden state I just I just feel that offensively they've got that that power they've got enough to see them through um but I do believe though everyone's still got to be playing at a level like um Draymond Green has to be up there he 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 was was a bit lucky, you know. He had a couple of scruffles in the game, you know. But this is Draymond Green. That's how he plays.
0: Yeah, he he knows his role. He's the villain.
1: Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? But (laughs) his defence as well, I mean, during the season, there was a point where I think we even mentioned in the pod where definitely he was in the running for defensive player of the year, man. He He was exceptional. And when he's doing that and he's hoping that chipping in with points here or there offensively, yeah, like this team is, this team will be it. Like you've got Looney, you've got um, Paul who are supporting as well. Benches are gonna be important as well. Benches, did, like bench players are gonna to have to step up and be reckoned with to have points. You always need your bench to, to help you out, even in times when, you know, it might not be coming off for you. So obviously it's not said and done, but as we, as we mentioned before, we did say Golden State were the dark horses. They've made it to the finals. Now can they can he finish off the job? Yeah. that's the question. But I think they will do. Yeah.
0: No, I believe that. Yeah, I think they. Can. I think they, as you said, experience will carry them through. Um, and I think yeah, you're right. With with Clay's injury, I think obviously like we've we forget it was two years back to back or like a year back to back, so two years in total of just injuries that really derailed his whole season. Um, so he's still he's still not a hundred percent yet. And he's still to contribute the way he has been contributing is great. So I think we'll still see the best of Clay to come. We'll eventually find him again. He won't be missing forever. Um, and yeah, this, this Warriors team is, is is quite good, I think, once they put it all together. The pieces kind of make sense. They're, they're the best team that should should ideally win it, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Celtics made a surprise, like, you know, come back and, and did something to shock shock everybody. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it progresses. It should be very interesting. I'm not sure if we've spoken since the, uh, the MVP had been announced.
1: Have we spoken since then? Oh, no, we haven't. So... Look at the way I'm so excited
0: to say that. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. So we haven't, yet. Yeah. So obviously we so we had the MVP announced. Obviously in the lead up to it, we were both saying that we we we'd hoped it would be Joe and Embiid, but um unfortunately it wasn't. It was uh, Jokic back to back. So he's he's another back to back MVP winner. Um deserved yes, but uh, would you have preferred it for it to be Embiid?
1: I would have done, man. I can't even lie, still, man. Embiid was just a force of nature. But again, like, I I do like the Joker, man. I do like um. I do like Djokic, like, for a player that got drafted in his position, I know his position, I mean, as in in the draft list, it wasn't very high up. And for him to be doing what he's doing, man, he has, he scores, good defender. I mean, playmaking, what can I say? Playmaking of of the highest level. Mm. Yeah, man, he deserved it. But I just would have liked, like we both said, we would have liked Embiid, but it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. So um B and I will have to
0: see how that will see what happens with that. Um as you mentioned the draft obviously we had the draft lottery happen. Um mm-hmm. so we so we know now who's got the number one pick and all that stuff. Um I can't remember for sure. I believe it's the, the magic, right? Are they get the number one pick?
1: Yeah, I think they've got the number one pick, yeah. Yeah, so the magic have the number one pick. Um that's
0: gonna be quite interesting. We've got the draft coming up soon, so we have to talk about that. Um, yeah. some, play- some players that we're going to discuss coming out this year who I think will be quite good the likes of Chet Holmgren, Jabari Smith, Paolo Banchero, all these guys, uh, could be some interesting people to talk about. So, um, yeah, Lakers don't have any draft picks, which vexes me. Uh, you guys obviously have to have any draft picks and so you trade them all for Triple Poor George. Uh, no, I think we've
1: got one, but in the second, I think we've got it in the second round. Oh, do you, <laughs> yeah, but well, I mean, come on, like, it's, yeah, nah, yeah, so- yeah it's I me. Mean- <laughs> 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 you know the ones where you're just like you're praying like for some sort of like like uncut like how can i say uncut you're praying for some sort of like you know just some gem
0: in the,
1: in the second round gem the, gem to to arise from the ashes yeah and what exactly. i mean by the ashes is like but like, you know second round it can be hard like to get top dollar but hey uh, this this is what it is this is what happens when you mortgage your future <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> yeah no, both both our teams understand that very well. We did the same thing with, with uh, um, what's his name again, Anthony Davis, and uh, you did the same thing with Paul George. So we'll see. Uh, obviously, Lakers. To mention the Lakers again, I don't know what we keep talking about the Lakers, even though we suck right now. Uh, but we've got a new head coach. Darvin Ham was uh, announced the new Lakers coach just like a day or two ago, actually. Um, so he's obviously talked about how he wants the Lakers to uh, return to championship form and all that good stuff. He talked about how he's uh, happy to see Westbrook. We would, would be happy to see Westbrook return to his former form, which mm-hmm. I can say that a lot as a Lakers fan. We all we we're all hoping for it, but we know it might not happen. So trade that boy right now. Um, <gasps> but they won't do it. They're going to stick on. Hang on to Westbrook and see what happens. Um, if the Lakers are fully fit with Westbrook, uh, Davis, and LeBron, do you think they're a championship team? Um. Yeah, yeah
1: definitely, definitely. I think it's just. Uh... It was a lot of injuries. Injuries messed it up, and and the whole like getting a couple of those players, it didn't all kind of work out. So, for me, yeah, definitely in the mix, and um, yeah, just go again with this new coach. Let's see what what can what can occur, and yeah, man, as we say, like LeBron obviously did LeBron things, but yeah, time time is ticking, man. Yeah, I think he's just he he's he will do what needs to be done. But again, last season just proved to me, like, this guy's just epic, man. He -hmm. is the Tom Brady of this league. Like, he is just exceptional. Do you know what I'm saying? But the problem is is he he needs other people to, you know, to step up and help him out in this Lakers. I was was going
0: to say, like, yeah, role players need to step up this year, man. I think, depending on who who the Lakers bring in, I guess, to, to, to surround LeBron with, um, there to be players who are actually going to contribute and actually do, do what they're paid to do this year. I think we had a couple, couple guys last year, um, obviously we were, we were the oldest team in the league at one point, um, with people like Trevor Ariza and Mello and Dwight Howard and all these guys, people who, who were great back in like, 2008, but the year is now 2022. So um, we kind of need to like adjust and get a bit younger, get a bit better, I think, with some of these role players. Um, and I do think, yeah, as you said, the Lakers obviously have as you mentioned with your Clippers team, you mortgage your future on um on like two players. Uh, we have obviously mortgage our future on on Anthony Davis and Westbrook now, um and also LeBron. But LeBron's got another maybe two years left until he decides to go wherever wherever Bronny James goes. Um, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna have a two seasons of LeBron at least. You know he's gonna do LeBron things whilst he's there. Is Anthony Davis gonna be fit enough to last the whole season? We'll see. Uh, is Westbrook gonna be Westbrook like we'll see? So um. A lot of interesting stuff to come in the NBA see with next season, but that, that's that's to do with next season. We're talking right now, which is is the uh, the finals are underway right now, and um, yeah, we're gonna have to give the finals our attention. I guess for the next for the next few weeks, see how many games we get going. I think we do. You think I think it could go to a game seven? You know,
1: I think we could. I think I think it will happen. I think. think it's exciting if be. it did though. If it, if, it, if it goes to game seven, we have to get people back on the podcast. Let's get, get, get Rees on. Yeah, let's we'll get, yeah, yeah. Just get yeah. to
0: discuss it because it's it should be very interesting.
1: Should be exciting indeed. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, I think on the basketball, I think we might might have touched it, but that might be it. Yeah, that might be it, guys. Yeah. It's be, honestly, I wanna. I don't even know what we'll title this pod, but it's just it's been jam packed, one It's been, it's been a free hit combo. Yeah. It's been like a. It's it's been like one of those, you know, you can get um at a KFC those buckets for ones. Uh-huh. You can get like a bucket for one. That's what the pod's been like, man. It's like. <laughs> There's a lot of pieces, but if you if you're listening to it, definitely you 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 would have enjoyed it today. So, yeah, for, sure, right,
0: for man. sure, yeah, man. As always, follow us on the socials. Uh, we're on everything at agro underscore Score. Uh, that's on the Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, on what's the other one? Only we streamed on what was that again? Um,
1: Twi- I Twitch.
0: We're on on every- yeah. everything. Everything is aggregate underscore Score. So follow us on there. Keep up to date with the boys. Um, and yeah, man, we're going to get back to it. Obviously, we took a bit of a hiatus while some of us had work issues and other stuff going on and going on holiday. And that we both went on holiday as well. That was good. Um, yeah, we
1: did. Yeah,
0: yeah. But, but we're both back now. Obviously, you're in the, midst, in the midst of planning a wedding and stuff, but we're going to find but time. We're still it. Yeah, we still at it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we'll get it, we'll get it sorted for sure, for sure. But yeah, man, as you said, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Yeah, take care. Peace. Peace.